In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Men, all men, commit to living the strenuous life because being a man is strenuous. Being, we need to battle against being soft. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Welcome to the Men in the Arena podcast, where we interview specialists in the realm of manhood. Each of our guests is an expert in their chosen field or cause as it relates to men. Our conviction is for you to become your best by calling you in to the arena of manhood, calling you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and calling you up to your absolute best version of you. Because when you get it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with our producer, co-host. And the backbone of the Men in the Arena podcast, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing really good. And I'm struggling. We switched everything over to Men in the Arena, uh, and I, I keep wanting to say Man Card Podcast, but it just makes more sense that we stay in line with our Facebook forum, with uh, our podcast, with our overall message to men. And so, uh, man, forgive me. Yeah, there are a lot of <laughs> retakes. Oh, you know it. Hey, speaking of retake, can you retake a man law today? Yeah. Hey, I just want to encourage our listeners in this man law. When tough, when things get tough, don't pull the cord and bail. And uh, you know, a lot of times we see when you know you're going through life, and uh, whether it's school, a job, or whatever, there's going to be tough things in everything we do. And the best thing you do is hang in there. I remember uh, when I was doing youth ministry, it was like, you know, you get frustrated and you sometimes you think you're sucking at something or whatever. And really, you don't have to be the best of everything. Just you got to outlast the rest. You know, that's something Jimmy would pound in the head all the time. Um, Just hang in there, man. Just hang in there. You're going to go through tough times. Same with marriage. You're going to go through tough times. Hang in there and work at it. Yeah, so. I like what you said. Don't pull the cord early. Yeah. Hang in there. You may smash at the bottom, but uh, pull. just hang in there, guys. Life is tough. Be tougher. And so hey, speaking of that, I want to talk about something uh, that really inspired me. I'm a big fan of Teddy Roosevelt and his speech, and the men in the arena as an organization came uh, out of a uh, speech in Sonburn, in the Sonburn in Paris, France, in around 1910. Another speech I really love of Teddy Roosevelt's is called The Strenuous Life. And uh, this is a speech that uh, Roosevelt gave in Chicago, Illinois, on April 10th, 1899. And it was based really about his personal experiences. Uh, and, he, and, and he argued that the strenuous life was a life of effort and overcoming hardship. These were ideals to be embraced for the betterment of a nation at the turn of the 20th century. 
And this speech really at the time reflected the American spirit during that time. Uh, the increasing industrialization and urbanization of America led many to become fearful of the growing about growing weak. Isn't that interesting? And because of that, college sports were on the rise, uh, as were recreational athletics, bicycling. American American culture really embraced, here's one for you, embraced masculinity, patriotism, and nationalism. But issues of ma- masculinity were actually uh, uh, under attack, or they were afraid that they were going to come under attack as various women's movements uh, rose up. So critics and scholars worried about the feminization of America, and that time was ripe for Roosevelt to give this speech. Now, this speech really reflected Roosevelt's own personality and experience. I don't know if you know this about Roosevelt, but he was a small, sickly, asthmatic as a youngster. He had to sleep popped up in a bed or slouching in a chair during uh, much of his early childhood. He was in very, very poor physical condition as well. In fact, his father compelled young Roosevelt to take up exercise, including boxing lessons, in order to ward off bullies. (laughs) So this influence really stuck. And upon graduating from Harvard University, Roosevelt underwent a physical examination. His doctor actually advised him that due to serious heart problems, he should find a desk job and avoid strenuous activity. Roosevelt disregarded the advice, of course, and as an adult, he exercised regularly, took up boxing, tennis, hiking, rowing, polo, and horseback riding. When he became governor of New York, he actually boxed with sparring partners several times a week until he actually injured. Uh, he ha- One blow detached his left retina, leaving him blind in one eye, which was not even known uh, until, or made public until many years later. Afterwards, he practiced jujitsu and continued the habit of skinny dipping in the Potomac during winter, which meant polar bear swims. And so, mm. you know, I, I thought about this, and I thought, Dale, we live in the most comfortable times in American history. Even our car steering wheels come with a heater option. But our comfortable lives have come at a great cost, you guys. We are arguably the most physically obese, emotionally soft, and mentally weak generation in world history. Let me clarify again this. I want to clarify something, though. When I'm talking about the strenuous life, let me clarify. Men come in all shapes and sizes. One man can be a rugged man's man. Another can be slightly effeminate. A man can be an athlete, or he can be a computer geek, or both. He may work in the wild outdoors or in the comforts of his office. He may be a hearty meat eater or a conscientious vegan. He may drive an economical hybrid or lifted 4x4 truck. He may be built like a bodybuilder or shaped like a tomato. He may be politically liberal or politically conservative. He may follow Jesus. He may be an agnostic. Men, guys, look very different, vastly different, and they believe different things. But men, all men, commit to living the strenuous life because being a man is strenuous. Being, We need to battle against being soft. But men, all men, commit to living the strenuous life because being a man is strenuous. Being, we need to battle against being soft. We're talking about the guy who sits around for hours on end doing nothing that adds value to another life, especially his. Do you want to repent of being soft? Move, act, serve somebody, give your life away. This is important to note theologically, guys. Now listen to this. Theologically speaking, man in his pre-fall states, we're talking about Adam, Adam was created by God. This is before Eve. He was created by God to, quote, cultivate and work the land. You see, work work is not the result of sin. Work is not the result of a fallen creation. When God made man, he, put him, he had made him outside of the garden, in the wilderness. 
He put him into the garden. He said, work and cultivate the land. So man, in his pre-state fall, is called to strenuous, the strenuous life. He's called to work, and he's called to rest after six days of work. And God has wired us to be that way. So I argue that men are made to work. I argue theologically that men are made to get the job done, to live the strenuous life. So what you know? So we have to really move into this realm, guys. And so whether it is mental, physical, social, or spiritual, we need to grow in strength over time, and that comes through resistance. Jesus, the Bible records in Luke two fifty two, grew in wisdom, so he grew in he mentally and stature, he grew physically and in favor with God and man. He grew spiritually and socially. So we have to do those things and engage willfully, joyfully engage in the strenuous life so that we can grow in all areas. So unless, back in the days of Jesus, unless you were a king or among the wealthy elite, to live during biblical times meant to live a life of hard work, little means to survive, and often early death. Jesus himself, you guys, was homeless. I don't know if you know that. It was a life marked by pain more than prosperity and suffering more than security. So how does that deal how do we deal with that today? Ease and comfort should not be the goal of a follower of Jesus. Comfort is not your goal, man. Strain is your goal. Stretching is your goal. Pain is your goal. We live in a comfortable world. We have so many different I mean I sit down on my toilet and I have my paper on a roll. I was duck cutting the other day and I had to use north facing tree moss to wipe my rear end cuz that's all I had, you know. And I'm thinking this is how it was back then. But we are so comfortable today. Roosevelt wrote in his speech, far better, this is the strenuous life speech. This sounds very similar to his Men in the Arena speech, but this is strenuous life. Roosevelt writes, far better is it to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to take the rank of those poor spirits who who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows not victory nor defeat. So guys, look in the mirror today. Look at your life. We're at the new year. Reflect on how you spend your time. Where have you rejected the strenuous life of manhood and adopted the soft, comfortable life of a male-dominated society that is anonymous? Those with physically demanding jobs must fight to stretch their mental capacities. Those with mentally demanding careers must press into the strain of physical demands. More than ever in our technological age, the strenuous life must be fought for. Do not surrender to the lie of ease and comfort. Guys, lean into pain. Lean into strain. We are men. That is what we do. Guys, You've been listening to the Man in the Arena podcast. We have some amazing resources to help you on your journey to become your best version and to live the strenuous life. If you haven't done so already, make sure you download our free Men in the Arena app. We have all sorts of resources there for you. Go on to our website also, guys, on our homepage. We have a button there where you can get a a free download of my book, The Field Guide. It's our bathroom book for men. And we'll also add you onto our list, our equipping uh, blast that goes out every week help you to uh, become your best version. And guys, make sure you join the Men in the Arena closed Facebook forum for men. We have men from literally almost 100 nations interacting on that forum daily. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Feel 
the strain of the strenuous life. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. In our passion to help all arena men, we're offering an excellent free resource when you visit our homepage at meninarena.org. Simply give us your email and we'll send you a free PDF version of Jim's book for men called The Field Guide, a bathroom book for men. It's a daily study of manly words in the Bible explained with great stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of Men in the Arena podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, thank you for joining men in the arena from around the world who are becoming their best version. And remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.